No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw podcast live, episode 225. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. And as you can see, I have brought along with me my co host from the She Leach Showcase, inside the mind of and in the crowd. She is the Pornhub Poppy, Miss Katie Kinsey. Baby, back again, Daddy Delgado, Sultan of Spitter Swallow. Vince, how are you? Daddy's home, back on the casting couch. Had to bring it back for the live show. And last but certainly not least, Lord Cussalot, aka the Dragon King, aka Big T, aka Sweet T, aka Black Merlin, aka T Money, aka the HNIC. That is right. I'm glad you got it right because I was definitely going to correct you if you did not. <laughs> well, see, I had to tag you in it and you changed your at to Lord Cusslot. And yes, f- he is for his birthday, which you cannot see. We cannot see. Officially. <laughs> Lord, he, he owns. There we go. Yep. Nope. No. Yeah. No. 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 There you go. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. What is that? I don't know. Can't I don't read know. it, but it, it, it's official. I'm I'm officially a lord, so you will address me lord. as such. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Travis. Well, yes, is that good. is why it all has changed. I'm now Lord Cuss a lot on both Twitter and Instagram. No longer Sir Cuss a lot. It is. Is that going to be a permanent change? Back. What you say, Vince? Is that going to be a permanent change? Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, for as lord long as he's a lord, Travis. Point. Yeah, Vince, Jesus. Was there like an expiration date on that? Like, kind of like, no, there is not. That's the point, dumbass. Well, that Matt made it sound like it has an expiration date. Like, it's only that was sarcasm. I know you have a difficult time understanding more complex. Just call me Sheldon Cooper when it comes to sarcasm. Uh, that that link, by the way, you sent me did not work, Travis. I copied and pasted it, it did not work. So, uh, we'll figure that out. I'm just gonna send the link out. That was supposed to be the stream link, so yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, no, we are we are live. It is episode 225. It is our year end review. There was supposed to be eight of us. Uh, one person decided to buy a house. One person got uh, sicker than COVID. Katie is up there in the corner, so could not make it. COVID and I'm pretty sure the other two are just still asleep and forgot. And now we're not letting them on the show because we don't want to fuck up the stream live on YouTube. Uh, but if you guys are here, thank you for joining us. And uh, we're going to do things a little different. We're not doing our weekly recap. We're going to talk 2021. We're going to talk about our spits <laughs> and our swallows from 2021. 
We're going to talk about what our favorite show was to watch, even though Travis probably didn't watch anything all year long. <laughs> uh, maybe our favorite pay-per-view. I'll if watch you when catch I want to watch. Uh, favorite pay-per-view, if Travis happened to catch one. And also, most important, submitted by Michael LaShawn Willis. Uh, our topic is why Vince can't show up to the podcast that he co-hosts. So <laughs> That uh, should be fun. Obviously, we're on YouTube, so I'm not going to play any music, Travis. But uh, Katie and I were talking. Did you see <laughs> Xavier Woods' most recent? Uh, well, I guess not recent now, but I think it was Wednesday night. He posted something where he was destroying a stuffed panda. No. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we kind of decided that when you're on now, maybe you should start sending him panda gifts because he was something. I don't remember exactly what it was. You may have to look it up, but he said something along the lines of not liking pandas and then ripping up a stuffed panda. Yeah, so since he's like the host of G4 now, um, I guess they gave him like a panda plushie and he was just like, don't give me panda plushies. And he like started beating it up and like ripped it and like, oh yeah, God. stuffing everywhere. It was a massacre. That sounds it's like not a that deep. Idea. It's not that deep, Xavier. It's about I, I would... I would love to get to I would love to get Kingwood's uh attention here on the Smack and Raw podcast. That'd be incredible. I would uh, much rather have his attention than Sasha's attention, to be quite honest. Really? How so? Because he's fellow royalty. That would have been true before that. But even before now, I've said it before, like he's my favorite person on the roster, has been for a very long time. I mean, King Xavier is the best. That's why. And I appreciate that you refer to him as King Xavier, which is how he should be referred to and not King, King Woods. Woods. Trash. It's King Woods. King, King Xavier. Woods, he himself has called himself King Woods. I know, yes, but it makes more but... sense to be like the first name. Like it's Queen Zelina, not Queen Vega. So it'd make more sense to be King Xavier. When you're King... You're what you claim you are. I understand that. I'm just saying it would make more sense. It would make more sense. And if you recall, like I think like the Smithon after he got crowned, he was referring to himself as King Xavier. They even had the Tron saying King Xavier. But (laughs) he didn't say that the announcer said that. He called himself King Xavier as well. He called himself King Woods. Xavier. Show me the clip takes work to do that right now i will eventually get to it you have send you no the clip. proof like no it's because he's playing pokemon he just want to get off pokemon to i just look. caught a shiny snivy okay like it's community day i'm trying to multitask i'm trying to live my best life you know it be what it be well, anyway we're doing a fucking show uh <laughs> king xavier let's start there swallows for 2021 i'm gonna swallow xavier woods achieving his lifelong fucking goal of becoming royalty travis yeah your background's gonna fuck that up oh yep there it is panda gif shy panda hiding his face in a a lounge chair for king xavier um no king xavier i mean this is the one thing in wwe he has always wanted to accomplish Mm -hmm. the one thing he has hoped for and talked about and fought for and it Mm -hmm. came fucking true he did it. He won the King of the Ring. We Definitely. finally got King Xavier. Love it. Yeah. Well deserved too. 
Definitely well-deserved. He's also one, like I just mentioned earlier, he is my favorite person on the roster, has been for a very long time. And I love the fact that he's one, he was just like, okay, I'm not huge, so I can't be that guy. I'm not Kofi. I can't do all the crazy flippity-dippy stuff. But I know what I can do. I can work that mic, and I can put on the fucking show. So you're like, where where do I fit in? Right there. I can rule the fucking mid-card. And I will found say his spot. I'm right there. That's where I'm at. King of the ring. What were you saying, Vince? I'm sorry. Not no, right. no, it's, it's fine. It's my fault. I, I cut you in. I, I just want to say, like, honestly, like, huge props to Xavier Woods in general, because I feel like without him, the New Day isn't what the New Day is. Because New Day doesn't or, exist without him. Yeah, no, New Day <laughs> isn't, he doesn't reach the heights without him. Yes, Big E is Big E, Kofi Kingston, Kofi Kingston. Like, you were giving their props. <laughs> they bring what they bring to the table. But I feel like Xavier Woods helped bring that personality out a little bit more yeah. on television. And it was a little bit more bold. I don't think Kofi Kingston or Big E are, like, willing to go ahead and, like, make their boots look like boot elves. Like, like they're not willing to do that. Like, maybe you I mean, Big E does have an entire Seinfeld fucking ring gear set up, so. Yeah, but. Now he does. Now yeah. he does post New Day. And if you, <laughs> that that's just my whole point is that I feel like he help, he helps bring that little like extra that makes New Day feel New Day because Kofi Kingston and Big E, they were tag teaming together. I want to say like a good month before New Day actually formed. Yeah, yeah. And they were just the podcast. They talk about that. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. until Woods came to them and said, Hey, let's try to make this happen that they really started pushing for it until it finally did happen. Um, they were they were all floundering, basically. Woods was like, I'm I was on my way out the door. I knew it. You know, they they hadn't actually told him that, but he knew he would be out the door soon if he didn't do something. And mm-hmm. he found something. Yeah. Um speaking you got of which... to add, Katie before oh, yeah. Vince moves on. Uh, no, I mean, you guys basically said everything. I'm just happy that this finally gave Xavier the chance to shine as a performer because he's so fucking talented and he was never shown in that way. He was always kind of just like the afterthought of like the new day because Biggie's the power, Kofi's fucking Kofi, and then Xavier was mainly just seen as the mic guy, but he's actually very incredible in the ring and I'm so happy people are finally seeing that. And he got to achieve King of the Ring, which is all he's ever wanted to fucking do. I would also like to add in and you know, state my opinion that Kofi and Big E don't become world champion if it's not for Xavier Woods. Anyway, keep going. Uh, no. uh, to add on to that, since we talked about Big E, I want Swallow the fact that 2021 is the blackest year WWE has ever had. Black as fuck. Xavier Woods as your WWE King of the Ring. Big E and Bobby Lashley as WWE champion. Bianca Belair as WWE women's champion. Like, WWE went from, we've had one black WWE champion in the last 40 years, roughly, I'm estimating. And he was only half black to just all the black champions everywhere. So shout out to WWE for that. But specifically, Biggie, that's something I've wanted to see for a long time. Super fucking stoked about that. Swallowing the shit out of Biggie because not only did he maintain being Biggie and being that silly guy that pumped the money in the bank briefcase and got oiled up and did all that shit, but also showed, you know, that 
doing that. He could still be champion. He can still be taken seriously. We've got a fatal four-way coming up with two black men in the main event fighting for the WWE title, along with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins uh, and Bobby Lashley and Big E. I'm super excited for day one because of that. I really hope Big E pulls it out because that he will have beaten the almighty WWE champion, former universal champion, former WWE and universal champion. Uh, that'll really kind of solidify him in that main event spot. So uh, mm-hmm. and the people love Big mm-hmm. E. Like he's everywhere, yeah. like everywhere. Like mm-hmm. college football introduction thing. When he did that thing for the um, for the heavyweight fight with uh, Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. Like it's just like he is everywhere and it is great. Yeah, that's a uh, part of my swallows as well for the new year was specifically Bobby Lashley and Biggie winning the WWE title in the same year was fantastic. Like you were mentioning, Matt, you don't really see too many like people of color, let alone black people holding the WWE title. I'm not talking about the world title. It's fine. It's whatever, but it's a secondary title. It's the WWE title. It's the main prestigious title. It means a lot more when that title is the one that's being held. And it's just, it's fantastic. And specifically those two guys, I was a little bit more hyped for Bobby Lashley because I never thought he'd actually get that opportunity. I felt like Big E still had a chance to be champion once New Day broke up. But when Bobby Lashley left WWE back in like mid-2000s and then joined Impact Wrestling and then came back, obviously I felt like he was going to be a player in the upper mid-card. But, you know, like stuff with like Lashley's sisters and like the Leo Rush experiment, I'd never really thought that they might put the WWE title on Bobby Lashley and that was a big Bobby Lashley guy when he first debuted. The Leo Rush thing could have worked though. It could have. They just just get in the wrong direction with it. I feel like. Lashley. Lashley. Um, But thanks to, honestly, thanks to MVP. Shout out to MVP, MVP, man. Shout out to MVP. Um, Speaking of black excellence, this is actually my second biggest spit. I mean, second biggest swallow of the year. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair main event to WrestleMania night one. Fucking fantastic. And to this to this day, I feel like it's probably my favorite match of the year. It was so fucking good. The best match between both nights still to me. And it was great to see two black women, two black excellence wrestlers out there just performing. It was fantastic. I agree. No, uh, Bianca getting that main event spot, winning the title, becoming, I mean, so you've got the top tier in the women's division. You've got, you know, the four horse women, they're, you know, equivalent to the, like the highest paid top four porn stars on Pornhub. Like they're it, they're the face, they're, they're the money. Um, and there's only a couple people that get up in that stratosphere with them, like Asuka. Bianca did what everyone thought Rhea Ripley was going to do, and we see Rhea, as much as we love her, is in the tag division, and Bianca has stepped into that spot. And if you remember a year or two ago when we had the feud between Charlotte and Rhea for the NXT women's title and Bianca was in it and they just used her as like a side character and kind of ignored her and didn't give her attention, and we thought, Maybe we'll get the triple threat match, and we didn't. And they just now you see where Bianca's at, and it's like, well, maybe fuck, maybe it should have been Charlotte versus Bianca back then, with the uh, you don't go here shit and leave Rip Rhea out instead of the way you went. Even though I will say Rhea and Charlotte did have a really damn good match at WrestleMania for that mm-hmm. time, so I will give them that. But they did. No, Bianca's think, showing the fuck out. 
Right. But I think what was happening with Rhea was I think her mic work wasn't, you know, up to snuff. It was that was the problem. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can't really bring the people in. We could just use you like we used everyone else who was just a good hand, you know? Mm -hmm. Rhea can take a pounding, but her oral needs work. Yeah. Big time. And I said it better myself, Matt. Um, (laughs) Travis, you were talking about Bobby Lashley, which is also a big swallow from this year. But I got to ask, so MVP, also a big swallow for what he did for Bobby Lashley and just everything in general, including here. My question for you, sir, uh, to see if I can get you a little riled up is, is Shelton Benjamin just that bad that he couldn't get him over either? Or if he could do this for Bobby Lashley, why couldn't he get Shelton and uh, Cedric over? Uh-oh. First of all, motherfucker, it is Lord. All right, who will address me properly? Second of all, Shelton can't talk. We know this. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. Is MVP's there to talk for? Him. Why couldn't you get him over? Because they keep telling him to talk anyway. Don't give him the fucking mic. It is just that simple. Do not give Shelton Benjamin a microphone. He does not talk. He will fumble the ball every fucking time. I've always said this. I know this about him. Know what you can do. Cedric can't talk either. They kept letting both of them talk. When it came to the two of them, neither one of them should be talking because neither one of them are as big and bad as Bobby Lashley. So he can get away with his weird voice and his awkward shit when he talks. They cannot. (laughs) It is just that simple. Is Shelton Benjamin the black Jeff Hardy? Because like all of our favorite Shelton Benjamin moments are like big ladder spots that he did money in the bank and shit like that. No, because Jeff Hardy's actually been champion before. That's true. Well, but yeah, in WWE, we outside of this year, we've talked about that. So, I mean. I don't know. I, I feel like as much as you may dislike the man, I feel like that's a little bit of a slight towards Jeff because he has accomplished a lot more. As opposed to Listen, Sheldon Benjamin. Jeff and- Hardy would be fucking lucky to have half the talent in his fall off ladder bullshit that Shelton Benjamin has in his pinky when it comes to athletic ability. I don't I'll understand. I defend why Jeff this to man- you a lot, but yeah, you're right about that shit. Anyway, I don't ahead, understand sorry. why this man is a charismatic enigma. He can't talk on the mic. <laughs> All of his moves is just him falling down off shit or onto shit. That is it. But you all fucking love him. And what drives (laughs) me crazy is like black people love him more than white people do. And it's weird as shit to me. Like, I don't understand it. I can can tell you, you know, black people enjoy watching white people do weird, dumb shit. Fair enough. (laughs) Honestly, like, look at that dumb ass white boy. What is he doing? Is he really going to jump off of that? You're not gonna do that shit. Oh, he did. That's that's why that's why black people like Jeff Hardy. I'm fairly <laughs> ingrained into if black we wrestling. TC if he actually woke up and was here on time. Yeah, we could have yeah. asked TC and Rick because they both fucking love Jeff Hardy. Well, I was gonna yeah. say I'm fairly ingrained into black wrestling Twitter a little bit, and I see all these people praising Jeff Hardy. I'm like, I don't fucking get it. Like he falls off shit. He can't speak on the mic. I don't understand like where the charisma comes from. He doesn't dance on beat when he comes out. He just shakes his body around because he's fucking white. He has no rhythm. Like, what is it you guys love about this man? I don't love him. 
I do think he's, you know, the more interesting of the two Hardys. However, however, neither one of them are that great to me. So, yeah, they were cool as a tag team. They put on, you know, a good show when they had good dance partners, you know, like the Dudley's the greatest tag team of all time, as, you know, voted on. Um, but, you know, like, Jeff is what Jeff is, and I accept what Jeff is, and that entertains me. You get way up on the top of the Titan Tron and you fall forward into a flip and land somewhere. We don't see, even see you land. So it's just like, we don't even know if you actually landed on the dude. You probably didn't. You landed on the little pad next to the dude. We know this, but whatever. So Reek is fell on the little try. pad and he kind of like shuffled over. Yeah, Reek is, is going to try and join. I just told him he's too no. late. No. So. You cannot because you'll fuck up a little formatting on the stream. So, no, if you were here on time, it would have been set up for you to be here, but you're not sorry. But we so but you're not really sorry. I'm not. Uh, but since we were talking about tag team wrestlers and wrestlers that are better than Jeff Hardy, one of the bigger swallows of the entire year was not only Edge returning at the Royal Rumble, but Christian returning at the Royal Rumble and them having their moments like, that was fucking fantastic. I was a huge Christian guy. He's still one of my top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time. I like him more than Edge. I just, just something about him that I've always liked. And his career was just kind of cut short, like abruptly. And then to see him back wrestling has been fantastic. The only good thing about Christian's career right now is that he can say that he hangs out with Luchasaurus every week. Other than that, he hasn't really done much of note when, when it comes to AEW. But his return at the Rumble, huge. I mean, does it really get better? Than that, uh, yes and no. So, and that's again something I'm going to swallow is what AEW has been able to do and acquire with Christian, CM Punk, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, motherfucking Malachi Black, who is just running around blinding people with his demon speed, seed, spitting in everyone's face, disrespectful as shit, and I absolutely love it. This group of people that AEW has been able to cultivate and bring not just to us in a different light because Daniel Bryan, I mean, he just had that match with Hangman Adam Page for the title that we didn't really talk about because we didn't do the recap for it. Hour long time limit draw. They fucking tore it down. Those are not the kind of matches Daniel Bryan ever really got to have in WWE. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. fantastic. But then you've got Adam Cole back with his friends and his fiance happy Malachi Black with creative freedom. You've got CM Punk returning after all this time to the fans, to wrestling, to doing what he loves. All of these things, I am swallowing for what they were able to do. And Christian is a tag team guy. So while he hasn't, I mean, he did accomplish becoming Impact Champion again and defeating Kenny Omega for the Impact title. Yeah, but he did that under the Impact umbrella, though. He was still working for AEW when he did it. And Christian and Kenny tore it the fuck down for the title like i was there for i was there for that match that match slapped it happened on AEW, and he was with AEW. they haven't done really much of him like i will say i will say it's not perfect it's not perfect but like i said he can't say he hangs out with luchasaurus every week and that's a win right there i was gonna say and that's what he's doing is he's developing a tag team because he is a tag team wrestler his his now goal is to mentor Jungle Boy and the Luchador Dinosaur uh, to tag team championship gold. And I feel like Travis, of all people, if this happens, 
is going to be super happy that Christian was there because we're going to put a belt on the fucking luchador dinosaur. And that's all yeah, Travis wants boy. to see. It's really oh, is. Travis it really wants. is. I don't ask for much. I really don't. <laughs> I'm not hard to please. And the luchador dinosaur is leagues above ancient Andy, prehistoric Paul, Jurassic Jim. <laughs> that we'll talk about him later. Fuck that guy. Um, Von oh, Wagner from NXT, which you probably haven't watched at all this year. Any NXT. Uh, Looks like he's straight out of Encino, man. Like they, th- like they thought him out of fucking ice. Straight yeah, up Neanderthal. So instead of calling him Von Wagner because the name's stupid, I've given him four different names. All uh, Prehistoric Paul, Ancient Andy, Jurassic Jim. Um, Jurassic Jim Ancient Jim Andy was Katie. Yeah. Jurassic Jim is hilarious. A- so. Ancient Andy is my favorite one because I thought of it and it's just so good. That's all. Oh, and BC Bob. Um, uh, BC Bob, of course. As far as AEW goes, Hangman finally winning the title after two oh, years. A hundred percent Hangman fucking winning. That is one of the biggest follows of the year. Like, there's not a lot with AEW, but Hangman finally getting the title after literally being in the first, like, match to determine the first champion. He lost that. He had to go through all this bullshit with getting kicked out of, like, the Elite and all of that. And then you know cowboy cowboy shit rises i mean he's he has the biggest pop of anyone on like and that's like compared to cm punk right now like his pops are huge that's how much people fucking love this cowboy and And the number one wrestling podcast on pornhub we love huge pops (sighs) bigger pop the better (sighs) i will say there is a nitpick about Hangman Adam Page that I'm gonna say for my spits. I can't wait to roast you on it. So yeah, I feel no, like I'm... once once you hear it, you'd be like, you know what? That would have made. This I'm gonna happen. disagree with you because Listen. Hangman deserves the goddamn world right now. If you talk bad about him, I'm again, not talking bad about him necessarily. I'm just saying there's some decisions that weren't made that I feel like should have been made this year that just mm. when. We'll when I first saw Hangman, and A, he was doing the finisher that I created with Travis in a backyard on a trampoline that I absolutely <laughs> loved, uh, and gave it a cooler name than I ever did. Uh, I fell in love with him. I was not a huge AEW guy. I actually wanted to see Hangman go to NXT. I thought he would be more successful in the black and gold version of NXT than he was in AEW. Black and gold is now gone. Now we got rainbow paint splatter NXT. Um, which I still enjoy, but not quite mm-hmm. the same. Seeing him finally reach that pinnacle, because I was one of the guys that was like, fuck Chris Jericho. Fuck, fuck Chris Jericho. Let Hangman have the title. Like, don't give it to Jericho. Mm-hmm. I know why they did it. It makes sense. I get it. Yeah. I would have rather saw Hangman have the championship. That was just where I was at. They didn't do it. It took two years. I wanted to see him go to NXT. I thought with everyone they had over there, but now they took everyone from NXT and they brought them over to fucking AEW. So now I still get all the shit I wanted. So it works out perfect. So, um, no, no, I'm super happy with hangman as champion stoked for that. I was in Katie's chat on Wednesday and I have the perfect booking for hangman page going forward all out in Chicago, 2022 Malachi black is the one to dethrone hangman, Adam page as the top heel in the company and become AEW champion. Uh, let him surprise, wreck the dark surprise. order, let him blind tiny hands, uh, <laughs> do whatever he's got to do along with his 
possible new tag team partner, uh, Brody King, which they alluded to also on Dynamite. I'm all stoked for that. Uh, let's see where it goes. Anything else we're swallowing? This I year? still have a shit ton, but I want to give Katie and Travis like yeah. You know. Let's let's give some other people a chance to talk, Vince. Travis, do you want to go catching first? Pokemon in the meantime? I mean, you really you said mine already was just this year in WWE just being black as fuck. So <laughs> it was just I was all for that all year. So I mean, you hit my main one. I mean, we pretty much hit them all. Who's all of that shit, and we gave MB, MVP his props because I really feel like a, a lot of that had to do with him, and he needs his you know his proper thanks. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that like, I have is kind of both, but I'm going to look at it from a positive side. Uh, women's wrestling in general. Um, obviously, we talked about Bianca and Sasha main eventing night one of Mania, but I mean, we got to see they're doing right now the, as you guys call it, the hose title, whatever, the TVS championship tournament for the women. NWA had Empower. They had their entire uh, women's pay-per-view. Yes, Travis? The TBS title? Yes. Yes. There's a TBS title and a TNT title? Because Dynamite is moving to TBS January 5th, and they're giving the women a secondary title. So is the TNT title going away? No, the no. TNT title is for the men. It is their secondary title. The TBS title. They're not going to be on TNT. Rampage is still Rampage will be still be on TNT. So will technically, they only AW... that title on Rampage. They should. Uh, they should. Mean, should. They should. Make it make sense. Because like they've defended the TNT title on pay per views before, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This isn't TNT. <laughs> well, WCW used to defend the TV title on pay per views as well. But it, it was, was still on television. It was on, yes, on the television. Exactly. It would broadcast broadcast on the television. So there's that. Fair. And honestly, saying because WCW did something that it's okay to do is not a very good argument. As someone who loves WCW, I will tell you they did a lot of shit wrong. Okay, <laughs> so it's just is is Return to Wrestling coming back in 2022? Yeah, we'll bring all that back. It's okay. this these last like eight weeks have been something different for me. Like I, th- I think my New Year's resolution is to like maybe get on return to wrestling, like uh, just a one off. Never. <laughs> you gotta show up to this show before we put you on a second one, motherfucker. <laughs> I just want to make a one off. You know, never. Especially we, if if you guys never. Anyways, so Katie, sorry. women's wrestling. Yeah. So women's wrestling. Thank you. Um, we saw it was announced the Owen Cup. There's going to be a men and a women's. So like the one woman is actually going to win that as well. It's going to be another tournament. Um, like Deanna Perrazzo was champion basically the entire year for Impact, and it's just like the resurgence of showing that women can actually fucking wrestle. I love to see that. And within WWE, they're finally starting to do other storylines that aren't for the title it's crazy i know not just that but another big swallow when you're done that's what she said (laughs) um but i like do drop in bianca on raw like that's not for the title 
on SmackDown, like Naomi and Sonya is like the biggest feud right now. And it's gonna happen in a cage and it needs to happen in a cage. It's but true. like again, that's not for the title. So I like that they're finally like doing something else with the women. And again, like I'm taking it, I'm looking at it from the um optimist perspective here, not the pessimist like I usually am. Toxic I don't like the tournaments, but you know. But but the women get time on TV, yeah, so yeah, that, I that's will allow good. it. That's good, but in like the whole Owen Cup in general, I saw a thing of them like, oh, more tournaments, great, because that's interesting. Dude, AEW is tournament heavy, and they if they're are. gonna do these, they should do them in one night. Yes, yeah. get it. Just oh, you mean like way. the King of the Ring is supposed to be? Well, they've ruined the King of the Ring just like they've ruined fucking Survivor Series. And oh, we will get into that. Oh, can't wait. Do can't not wait. worry. Toxic motherfucking attraction. If you had told me at the beginning of 2021 that I was going to be excited for Mandy Rose to be NXT Women's Champion and running a faction, I would have laughed in your fucking face. But she dyed her hair brown. And oh. like, we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. I do my very best to hold a very fine line between respecting the women as wrestlers and also talking about the thirst that I have for these women. Uh, toxic attraction makes that very, very, very fucking hard because Gigi That's and Mandy, what she said, are fucking goddesses. It is ridiculous what Gigi and Mandy have going on. And Mandy has stepped her game up tenfold in the ring. Like, shout mm -hmm. out to her. Toxic Attraction is holding all the women's gold in NXT. Fucking love it. Cool as shit. Happy for them. Huge swallow twice on Saturdays, which is today. A toxic Attraction is one of the best things that has happened. I feel like it has grown our friend group closer. <laughs> <laughs> probably not in good ways, but. Probably not in a healthy way, but, you know, our our uh, common thirst and love for toxic attraction is kind of disgusting, but all at the same time, very entertaining. And I mean, as someone who's come on the show repeatedly and said she wants women to kick her in the face, I feel like I have a right to say that. 100%. Speaking of Xylee, yeah. Big Swallow. Yeah. Yeah. The protector. Yeah. With the protector. The that fucking entries. graphic. That's the best thing in WWE right now. It is. is Imagine though what that looks like in person, though. You're like, so they don't see all that. So it's just well, like I watching know it. Just that. like, well, I just wonder what that looks like to them. I'm not against it because I it's love that they did. Posing. It. That's what yeah. it looks like. It would just be over and over again, multiple times, and it's just That's them okay. like, like, oh, she's gonna do it again. Okay. But she oh, did that. Weird. She did that in her entrance prior to like the. Uh, um, what was it? It wasn't May. May Ying was the leader. What was the group called? Uh, Tian Sha. Uh, Tian Sha. Yes. Prior Remember, to that, I never saw that though because it was never good yeah. enough for Hulu. Which is terrible. <laughs> so before Tian Sha, when Zaylee would come out, she would do the poses with the fans and everything like that was her thing. So it, it's not much different from that. But um, Ruby Soho over yeah. in AEW as well, Did finally finding a place where they let her wrestle. I didn't hear shit. Oh, okay, I just wonder how loud the thunder is. This storm in here. Ooh. Ooh, hope your power doesn't go out. That would kill. That would kill everything. Well, it I would. mean, we'd still have a recording, but the stream would die. I mean, the stream, <laughs> the storm is nearby. It's not actually here, as you can see. I'm on a very well lit, sunny beach right now. So, uh, 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, Ruby Soho, vacation. Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa, the development beyond Britt Baker of the AEW women's division, because that was their biggest criticism going into 2021 is you guys yeah. aren't booking the women for shit. There was a lot of talk about Kenny booking the women, and that's why it was mainly focused on the Joshi <laughs> talent who then weren't available due to COVID, refocused, recentered. The women are getting time, more time than they did, getting stories, getting to do things. Yes, yeah. Travis. So, you know, as someone who does not watch AEW, because fuck that, um, how has Jade Cargill progressed? You know, is she she is going to be in the finals for the host title or the TBS yeah. title. <laughs> uh, okay. She's still green. I mean, yep. she's basically not to take a slight at her because she is she's going to be their Goldberg. She's probably okay. a little better in ring than Goldberg was when he came in. Okay. But she's still green. She still needs some work, but they're they're going to treat her like Goldberg. She's going to be the yep. black female Goldberg. Um, I feel you. Okay, I can see what you mean. I got you. Yeah. So yeah, but with probably more talent, and we'll probably actually eventually more personality. Well, she seems to be also more be surrounded by people who can actually like help her instead of yes. people who are just going to use her. Because yeah. as much as I you know love the folks that were in the NW and all that, they were using Goldberg, and it was just really fucked up. But it's also just like it's kind of what you expect from them. So yeah. <clears throat> Kevin Nash is a saint. Um, anyway. oh, Kevin Nash is an asshole too. Don't don't get it wrong. He's just he's just a very much you know more likable asshole than the rest of them. And as someone like who's you. been who has been described as a likable asshole, I'm cool with that. You know, it's just like uh, takes Vince, one to know one. Yes, you said I, more swallows. So I actually wrote down like over a dozen spitter swallows in case my spits or swallows were already taken by other people. So I had backups to their backups. So I'm just going to like rapid fire, give them all that I have remaining so we can move on. Or if you that's can just okay. say like one or two of them. Just like... Well, cause I, cause I put work into these, man. Yo, but man. I, I, I'll be done. I'll be done quick. So CM Punk's return that's to wrestling. Said. Uh, CM Punk's return to wrestling just in general, like biggest swallow of the entire year for me. Uh, Chicago, it happened here in Chicago. Fucking fantastic. Best moment of the year. Best moment of the year. Uh, my tribal chief, Roman Reigns, he was the best thing in wrestling uh, on SmackDown. He's the only reason why I wanted to go on SmackDown last night, but I chose not to go to last minute. Big Booty Brock, uh, this man came back bigger and badder than ever, rocking the flannels and the overalls. Can't, can't say anything bad about Brock Lesnar. Uh, John Cena. John Cena returning and his match against Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. Uh, was it at Money in the Bank? There was a no, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. His return at Money in the Bank match at SummerSlam. There you go. Fantastic. It was one of the most entertaining things ever. All out here in Chicago, Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole's uh, debut con- consecutively, like after back to back. Fantastic. Finn Balor's NXT run and his abs in general just are a swallow for me every year. Um, and let's let's not let's not forget the moose knuckle. Listen, I don't care. Finn Balor gets on that top rope. He leans back and shoves his crotch into the camera, and all you see is straight up moose knuckle. I am pretty sure I know exactly what Finn Balor's dick looks like. 
I'm not. I'm so, we're talking about swallows. I am asking you to swallow Finn Balor's moose knuckle, Vince. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. But um, it's soft. So, I mean, did he really? Yeah, imagine it? what it's like hard. Yeah, he, you know, are you really <clears> swallowing <throat> it? If, it's, if Maybe it's he has a soft, fluffer before you know. he goes out to the ring. Maybe he has a, a personal fluffer in Gorilla, and then he comes out and then just makes it look just more. I wouldn't be mad at him. Just for keep it. talking, Vince. Just go ahead. Last two, Seamus, Seamusine, because uh, this is the year. <laughs> they all have a fluffer before they go out there in the tights, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. Seamus, Seamusine, the one of the bigger uh, swallows of the year, and of course, Bad Bunny and his Canadian Destroyer. How can I not swallow Bad Bunny <laughs> at WrestleMania? Fucking fantastic! That man performed at the Royal Rumble. Thank you to Bad Bunny. He made um, my year. I mean, before we move. No, I was going to say, it was at Mania. I don't know why you said Rumble. He did one move at the Rumble. No, 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 no. He performed at the Rumble is what I said. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like he did That's why I was, like, I was like, what are you talking about? But never mind. I wasn't feeling the live performance, but I will give Bad Bunny credit. I didn't have a lot of faith in him. He pulled out one hell of a WrestleMania match. Shout out mm-hmm. to The Miz and John Morrison for that. Um, yeah. Props And Damien Priest. And Damien Priest. Priest. Yes, sir. Don't feel Last- bad, Katie. I don't really listen to Vince when he's talking either. <laughs> Last bit of <laughs> Swallows. These are solely specifically to this show and the podcast from 2021. A, the four beautiful people here, uh, Travis, for, you know, not just hitting me up one day and telling me, you know what, you suck, we're done, stop recording shit. Vince, for, you know, repeatedly going out to get cigarettes and then feeling bad and guilty and coming back uh, to the show. We do appreciate it. And Katie being here for all the times that my father left me or daddy Delgado left me uh, shy of a co-host to fill in and help out uh, becoming the new Pornhub poppy. Also everyone that we've worked with this year, marks with mics down for the count, power bomb, jutsu apron bump, the angle radio get show uh, who could not be here today. Young Kings wrestling who also could not be here today, even though Reek tried 45 minutes late. Sorry, Reek. Love you. Uh <laughs> Travis is we are. <laughs> Kyle from Smacked Raw. Um, Kyle from Apron Bump. Kyle from Apron Bump. Uh, Mr. Warren Hayes. Mr. Warren Hayes. How could you forget the Warren Hayes? I didn't. I was trying to go through the list, and then I got distracted by Travis. He does that. <laughs> he does that. All of he the people. Down people. And if you want to know, if you're watching the YouTube version, the background has the logos of everyone that we've worked with. I've had the ability to, along with Vince, uh, and possibly Travis, if Katie so desires and Travis can find time to, uh, been able to be on Inside the Mind of, where she interviewed us about our podcasting, our lives, and things like that. Also in the crowd, which was fun as shit, even though everyone she does is a fucking nightmare for her, and she just gets yep. angry. Um, yep. That's what makes it interview more fun. little old me. If, if you're down for it, Travis, we'll make it happen next year. I mean, she interviewed Vince, Travis, so like... You're right. There's nowhere to go but up from there. You're right. <laughs> uh, Jizzy from the Deadass Girls coming on and doing the shows with us. Got us our highest views on Pornhub, which is the biggest swallow is all the love you guys have shown us on Pornhub this year. We have a fucking video on Pornhub where nobody is naked. Nobody's sucking a dick. There are no cum shots or nothing. And over 500 people have fucking watched it. And that is just amazing to me. And just think what will happen when we finally do have it. Exactly. <laughs> when I finally get Vince to suck a dick, 
on TV or on Pornhub. We already got him on the casting couch. It's only a matter of time. I regret my presence on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have not yet begun to regret your decision, sir. <laughs> oh, shit. I well, think then. I got everyone, but if I forgot anyone, I apologize. But thank everyone for coming on, helping to make the show what it is. You guys are the biggest swallows. Uh, I do appreciate the shit out of it, and I've had fun with everyone we've had on. So, uh, also, want to just kind of give uh, give a big swallow to Lord Cussalot, Travis Pointer, for giving me the opportunity and giving me the okay to be on the show, even though towards the end my attendance dropped, but putting me on the on the website, allowing me to do my own side hustle with Spitter Swallow, which I will be doing one for uh, not only WWE Day 1, but Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. So since we are a creation world, why limit myself to just wrestling? Well, we can talk about Spider-Man, the, probably the best movie of the year. I mean, interesting you just put it out there, you were doing that without talking to me first, but you know. I do most of the things uh, on here without telling you. I'm just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't care. Just let me know when it's up. Most that's usually time. that's usually how we but now i'm present for it so now i'm saying it's not happening go ahead <laughs> let's get into our spits uh obviously if anyone knows i have two huge spits two giant spits two awful spits one wwe not respecting the fucking brand split the fact that after we did a draft we waited three weeks to put it in effect where it was just fucking chaos and then still, after that, after Survivor Series, which is a waste of a fucking pay-per-view because it doesn't make any sense, we are still ignoring the goddamn brand split I mean, because my number one spit, RK fucking bro, was on SmackDown. Matt Riddle has been on every episode of NXT. Listen, I understand that I am in the minority of people who do not enjoy RK bro and Matt Riddle, and I am perfectly fine with that. I get it. As I've said a million times, and we'll probably say a million more, white California surfer stoners, not my cup of tea, not my kind of white people. But also, I also realize that all of my real issues with Matt Riddle are super petty and personal to only me and no one else can share them. I get it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that guy. Fuck him on my TV. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. All I want for day one is Randy Orton to drop his bitch ass with an RKO after they lose the title and punt his head into the rafters like it's Robbie Gold kicking a field goal. That's Robbie all I Gold. fucking want. Boot that bitch. Punt that cunt into the rafters. I'm give tight. him a concussion. Take him off my TV. Never want to fucking see him again. You put him on my three week. Three shows in a week on NXT twice. And again, spitting MSK because he fucking ruined Matt's shitty kids now because now they're Matt's shitty kids. Now they're Matt's shitty kids. That's what MSK stands for. Oh, he, he was he was waiting to go off on that. Based on how Matt was going there, I thought he was saying that he wanted Randy to fuck him live on television. Also that, I would I would love to see Randy Orton climb on top of Matt Riddle, no lube, and fuck him raw in the ass in the middle of the ring at day one and watch him cry in pain. Hardcore anal, no lube. 
You're into that prison shit. Mad huh? Riddle's just taking it up the ass, tapping out. The ref's like, the match is over. I can't help you. He's reaching for the ropes. Nothing. Her voice keeps cracking too, which makes this perfect. <laughs> All I want. Is that too much to ask for? Is oh it really? my god. Oh my god. Can can we move on? And Kenny, can you give us one of your spits that and hopefully oh, not man. go on another tangent well, hey, like that? Oh my god. Listen, Matt, listen, listen. I'm no fan of Matt Riddle on his own, but the RK bro shit does entertain me. Um however might be the most entertaining thing I've heard all week. Anyway, go ahead, Kate. <laughs> we need to uh, clip that is what we need to fucking do. Uh somebody probably will. It's okay. Um at Hill Tactics, <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I mean, forgot. JJ and Jaylan. Uh shout yeah. out to JJ Thank and you. shout out to Justin for the theme music. Swallows JJ for being here for two episodes helping us out as well. I put JJ uh, 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 Jayland Justin's logo on like the background thing as well because yes, I want to give him props. I want to give him major props because not only did he make the the intro for Return to Wrestling, he's he actually made a custom intro song for Spitter Swallow that will be debuting in the new year. He's he also made, made the intro music for Dungeons at the Dark. He's made the one for Straight Talk. He's made the one for just about everything. Shilly Showcase, correct, Katie? Oh, he's done. He's done four teams for me. So yes, <laughs> one hasn't even debuted yet. Yeah, what? One hasn't debuted yet. Let me pronounce things incorrectly. How no. I speak. No. Uh-uh. Biggest no, spit. No, no. Vincent debuted. De- the T in debut is silent. And keep me silent. Daddy. Like you should be. <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry, Katie. Spits. Um, <clears throat> the releases, you know, they were about not the good kind about, about shut up, Vince, about like a hundred or so, uh, superstars, uh, <laughs> Matt is cradling, uh, a fiend doll, the fiend Bray Wyatt, the, uh, the alt, why am I thinking the almighty, the limitless uh, Keith Lee fucking failure and hit roll like those are the biggest flops in terms of releases for me this year it's like i mean they also released about oh i don't know half of their women which fucked everything up for a long time it's Uh, still fucked we mean for a long time you mean like still (laughs) i mean it's gotten better now obviously but i mean when you go from a from a one to a three it's still bad i understand that (laughs) it's still failing trust me I know. <laughs> I Let said women's talk. wrestling was a spit and a swallow. Shut the fuck up, both of you. Let me talk, <laughs> damn it. Remember when I mentioned earlier how Katie used to be nice? Yeah. Look what happened. Well, when I had to step up when Daddy Delgado over here had to go get cigarettes every week. Well, I get I it. He sucks. No I, coffee, well, what did I do? You keep it's interrupting a... me. I did no such thing. I'm so proud Listen, of you, Katie. Continue. Thank you, Matt. Like I said, women's wrestling is a spit and a swallow. They released all of their women at one point, and yeah, it fucked everything up. It's obviously still not the same, but again, it's getting better, and they're including more women on TV, and that's all I've ever wanted. As a woman who watches wrestling, that's all you want to see. Representation, right? 
Exactly. In and general. Another big thing. And, yeah, in general. Another, another big thing. Another big swallow. The Forbidden Door in AEW. You mean spit? Yeah, I meant spit. I I can't focus. Listen, my brain okay. isn't fully here. Travis has that effect on people. No, it's the COVID actually um, that I'm dealing with, so I can't focus all the time. Base spit. Uh, the Forbidden Door in AEW. It did nothing. Anal? It did nothing for uh, Impact. It did nothing. I'm ignoring him. It did nothing for New Japan. It was only to get Kenny over and put him in places and give him belts he didn't need, which that's another spit, is belt collector Kenny in general. So Kenny did. I feel like pro wrestlers in general only belts. Like, if you really want to get to the core of things. I mean, uh, that whole reign in general was stupid. Like, him collecting all the belts, he's not Thanos. Nobody gives a fuck. It was a waste of time, and it ruined a shit ton of people. Again, what did Impact get out of that deal? Nothing. You had two AEW wrestlers be your champion. Maybe Impact likes anal. No, Impact's fucking stupid because they got nothing out of it. And I'm glad they dropped that deal because now we don't see any of them. We don't see AEW on Impact. We had a lot of potential in this forbidden door that was unexplored. Mm-hmm. It was basically just Kenny and a couple of his friends going over and fucking everyone else's There's promotion up. lots of yeah. potential in the forbidden door. There was. Lots of potential. Um, and the the forbidden door, was it was a tight squeeze. We only got one in. Like... I, I would have liked to see some women get in there. Uh, Doubling up liked, on that is usually a really bad idea, dude. Deanna Perrazzo coming through the Forbidden Door. Jordan Grace pounding her way through the Forbidden Door. All that would have been great. Would have loved to see some of that shit. Instead, all we got was Kenny Blomega and fucking uh, the Good Brothers back yeah. and forth. And uh, that That's was who wants to watch that train. Brothers. That's not fun. And then Christian. We got Christian <laughs> who ended up doing what Kenny should have done and dropping the title to someone over an impact after that ended uh new japan is still open i think technically though so i think so but, but that's just for moxley like moxley just wants to really re- only yeah. for mox and he's gone now so yeah and he's, well, he's out for a while so japan's forbidden door is only open for moxley gotcha yes yes makes sense yes and it wasn't even for like the main talent <laughs> it was for like suzuki and uh sadioshi as you called him yes. Sad Yoshi, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why is Yoshi sad? What what happened? Listen, there's a <laughs> whole the there's a whole discussion. There. There's a whole weird discussion about what they name people over in New Japan. You got Sad Yoshi, uh, Murder Grandpa. Like I didn't. Apparently, he runs a group called Suzuki Gun. I didn't even know Suzuki made guns. Like, and I'm yeah, assuming I know the motorcycles, but like, yeah, exactly. Um, you got uh, Tamagotchi. Uh, yeah. Hir- Hiroshima, have a Tamagotchi? Hiroshima Tamagotchi is like one of their two, top I'm guys. A green one and a gold one. Uh, coded is bougie, and I don't know why he's bougie, but apparently it's a thing. People love is him. He bad uh, and bougie? No, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not familiar. There was another if, one. If, too, he, if he's just remember. bougie, it's just like what's the point? I can't remember your other one. You had another one, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. 
Man, yeah, those, this those is even like more mainly. fun because I have zero context to what you're talking about. So. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> um, New Japan is a imaginary company that the IWC has made up and perpetuated and pretends is real. Makes sense. And occasionally people from Japan show up and play these characters that were created on AEW so that to try, it, it's a conspiracy to fuck with me. That's what it is. <laughs> That's all it Basically. is. I'm all about fucking it today, isn't it, Matt? Like, well, this is the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, so every time we record, it's about fucking. Oh, that was my other one thing. I everybody trying fucking to fuck recaps that we've been doing lately, and the rundowns have been fantastic, and I've enjoyed those, <laughs> and they are now my favorite part of the show. So, shout out to me. Um, shout out to Matt because they're fucking hilarious and i love doing oh, they are. Well. as someone who witnesses it firsthand 90 percent of the time <clears throat> um <clears throat> i Damn. love it. it's okay i'm catching shiny pokemon i'm living yeah you're not life. even you've been catching pokemon the entire time we've been doing this. it's I mean, in the middle of community day i've muted you by now so it's just you know luckily i'm not in charge here today so I'm I'm spitting Vince's attendance this year. Uh, I'll spit it twice. Uh, I I'm not here to disagree. Uh, my attendance has been piss poor this year. But oh, we'll if, talk about it more later. Don't worry. We 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 shall we shall. But if we're gonna go on spits, I, I once again I have a few spits on here. Well, before you do that, can I tell you my spits? Because you know, yes. like Vince yes, likes to go forever, and I don't have a lot. Like, it's really just one major spit for the entire year. It is just Vince's existence in general. And, like, if I could find a way to just make that not a thing, I would be very satisfied. Because, honestly, you know, just, just. Wow. Well, I mean, this I mean, is like real. The real, the main one was the Keith Lee release. Like, if I'm being <laughs> honest, but I needed to say that as well. What were you saying, Matt? I'm sorry. I was gonna say this is in Texas, so I mean, you can do whatever you need to do. Your body, your choice, Travis. Oh, this is true. This is true. This is true. You know, oral sex is actually illegal in Texas and Florida. Really? What? Yeah. So ga- gambling is also illegal in Texas, apparently. So. Yeah, you got to do it in specific places, like like in water. Um. But yeah, it's just like, um, yeah, like literally, like like lakes wait, wait. and rivers and shit like that. It's okay. Gambling or oral sex? Probably both. both. <laughs> Probably both. I, I, I like a whole thing. There's, there's, there's a list of states where like oral sex is still illegal. Like I that's... need there to be a law that says you can only suck dick in a body of water in Texas. Like I need <laughs> that to physically be a thing. Mm-hmm. No, that's the thing. There's like exceptions for a lot of laws when you're on a body of water which is why they're able to do gambling boats and all that kind of stuff in a lot of different places. But can you do yeah. brothels on the water? Possibly. Probably. Travis, are you interested in running a brothel? I've been interested <laughs> in running a brothel <laughs> a for boat. a very long time, sir. I, I would love it even more on a boat. I'm because, on boat. I mean, as we've talked about, <laughs> I've got million-dollar ideas here, and I think the the smacking it raw brothel on a boat in the water uh might Specifically, be the boat is in the water. We have to specify that. It's not just, <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not just the boat, but it's the boat that's in the water. It's got to be in the water. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, Vince. Uh, other than your Seamus Stan gimmick that you killed, what would you like to spit? Okay. All right. 
breaking up the hurt business and not building up oh the my fact, god not man he didn't the do it they didn't they were supposed to mute him as soon as he started talking how could you oh i'm not around enough i'm sorry go ahead demon Balor catching an l this year like why like he shouldn't have like taken an l this year like and in, in, in the worst possible way like Wrote mouth is he never allowed to lose or does it have to be like i was really hoping he was gonna look down at his pad i was gonna mute him he'd come back up and start talking and that did not work he saw it <laughs> see i had a plan travis but i wanted to be less conspicuous you mean more conspicuous yeah, more conspicuous yeah yeah uh i don't know if, i don't know how to transition to that but uh becky lynch squashing bianca belair big spit oh yeah i'll spit that major too. spit yeah. Yeah, uh, Samoa Joe's release, then rehired, then winning the NXT championship just to get injured after winning the championship. Well, I mean, that wasn't hit nobody's fault. Yeah, I, the release was. I, I, I'd honestly I say him I, being released so he could go to NXT and win the NXT title is more of a swallow than a spit. And I think that was more just a contract restructuring kind of thing, more so than an actual release. Samoa Joe in NXT at the end of Black and Gold was fucking fantastic. That last run he had as champion was fantastic. It was. True. It, I will say it was good. That little like bubble was, was really good. Um, exploding barbed wire deathmatch botch. Uh, I forgot about oh. that. Oh, big Listen, shit. this year has been so fucking long. I sat here for four hours trying to figure out what all happened this year. Yeah. Um, Cody Rhodes. Just Cody Rhodes. In general. In general. Yeah. Fuck, no, fuck Cody it. Rhodes. <laughs> fuck Cody Rhodes. Uh, Carrying Cross existing. So uh, was a spit for me. I'll Listen. gotta bring this back because, again, as someone who just don't give a shit about AEW, why do we hate Cody Rhodes? Because he's because he Mr. All Lives Matter. He's a homelander. Like for real, for real. So if I remember correctly, and I, I could be remembering, I don't know. I believe the hate for Cody Rhodes started when he came out along with Brandy and said that all lives matter. And then I don't know if it was explained to him why that was an issue. But after that, he went out on TNT and he cut this promo about how he's going to have an interracial baby. And by having an interracial baby, Basically, he's going to end racism uh, in the world and then started coming out dressed in red, white, and blue every week, looking straight up like Homelander. So you talk about racism, you talk about ending racism, and then you dress yourself in a fucking um, shiny American flag every week. This is why we hate this man. Yep. And it leads me to think, though, was that all on purpose? I... (laughs) I'm no, because it feels they're like it's still trying to get him over as a baby not. face. Were they, yeah. though? He's, 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 he's under the impression that he's still a baby face. All the best heels are. No, but last night, Dan Lambert came out and as a heel manager was trying to get Cody Rhodes over as a baby face because they failed with a heel Malachi Black because everyone loved Malachi Black and wanted to it's, see Malachi Black destroy him. So they're just yeah. trying all these different heels to get Cody over, but nobody fucks with Cody. It's he's yeah. turned into their John Cena slash Roman Reigns. Except so nobody's all the makings of being like the best heel, though. He could be, but he's but still he has trying to, to turn. Be he's, he's not, not gonna turn. Because like it's like literally, it sounds like what you're saying is what he's doing is working as a heel. But that's that's the, the no, that's, that's the, the thing. Fucking... He's he's not portraying himself as a heel. That's the problem. Homelander like, doesn't portray himself as a heel either. 
I get what Travis is saying, but what I'm saying is I understand is, what Travis is saying too, but he is continuing he's not doing anything he'll like. He's not cheating, he's not insulting the crowd, he's not doing anything like overly uh I am better than you, I am blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. He is legitimately in his mind doing good guy shit and trying to be a baby face and wrestling as a baby face and doing all of this stuff. Still while booed. also getting booed because he's doing the generic Hulk Hogan, like America, like shit that nobody wants to see and saying all of the wrong things that he thinks is going to get him over, but doesn't while using heels to try and get him over as a baby face. And we just hate him so much that nobody cares. And the fact that Dan Lambert of all people who is getting booed out the building constantly couldn't get him over yeah, says yeah. something. Um, I still got a few. I guess it just seems to me like he's not that dumb. So I don't just, think he's dumb. Uh, like, have you like, seen I his neck tattoo? That's true. I, I will say this. I, I, I will stand here with Lord Custola, Travis Pointer, and the fact that there are times where I'm like, he's got to be self-aware and he's doing this on purpose and it's going to be a build-up to like a major heel turn. But sometimes I'm like, he might just be boneheaded and just like stubborn and refuses to like acknowledge that he's going to be a heel. I'm just saying, looking at this objectively from a distance, who's somebody who's not actually watching this, but what you're describing to me is someone who knows what they're doing and is doing this on purpose. I would hope. Regardless, it's fucking terrible and he just needs to stop. But he's getting booed. He also he also put himself through a flaming table and then used white privilege to pin Andrade, even though he put himself through the flaming table. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this reminds me of something that I've heard, you know, one of our favorites, Kevin Nash, say before, like they have to switch shit up because we all know the card trick now. Okay, so you got to bring something different. And it seems to me like the way to bring something different in wrestling nowadays is to blur that line between what this person really is and what they are on TV instead of keeping those things separate like they tried to do. So it's like if you blur, if you're able to find a way to blur that line again, it might be what they're doing. I'm not saying that's what they're doing. I'm saying it sounds like that could be it. I would hope that that's what they're doing. I would hope that that that's what they're doing. I'm not we'll giving see. them enough credit to do that. Yeah, see, kind of as much as shit. I've enjoyed AEW as a recent, based on all of the other booking decisions they've made, I can't believe that Cody is the one smart thing they're doing around everything else that's just straight up regular wrestling. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin this entire year, other than yes. Bumass Baron Corbin, trash. 100%. 100%. Huge spit. Fuck, fuck Baron Corbin. Corbin. Um, fuck, fuck Happy Corbin. The Undisputed Era being split, and then like half of the Undisputed Era, maybe three fourths of the Undisputed Era leaving to like an, to AEW. And like, well, right now- the, the, the latter half is a swallow, the breaking up is a spit, and also spit Kyle O'Reilly because singles Kyle O'Reilly, hipster Undisputed Kyle O'Reilly. Era- Letting Rush has done nothing for anyone not named Adam Cole, and not even Adam Cole on AEW isn't really doing anything except just teaming with his buddies. He's just mm. a- that's, but that's kind of one of the reasons he went there. That so sounds like AEW with his buddies. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. This might be controversial, but I'm spitting WWE wasting the Money in the Bank briefcase on Nikki A.S.H. and not doing anything with her, putting the title on her, hot-shotting her, and then now she's in the tag team. Then she was an afterthought in her tag team. She wasn't even selected for her 
her, for her brand Survivor Series team, even though she was the tag team champion of that brand and that, that, that division, she's become an afterthought right now. I like again. I know this is controversial. No, I no, would no. prefer them putting that money bank briefcase on someone like either uh, Liv Morgan or Naomi were my choices to put that briefcase on. That's not why I'm raising my hand. I am. I am both going to disagree and side with you. On one hand, I feel like with Nikki Ash, they should have gone all in. They should have marketed the shit out of her. They should have made superhero dolls. They should have done more with her than they did. So that is a spit. Yep. But also, as someone who is an advocate for seeing someone work super fucking hard and just wanted to see them get the one title win. I am happy because I love Nikki Cross. I loved everything she did prior to Nikki A.S.H. And I even tried to go with the Nikki A.S.H. shit. Uh, I'm happy to see that she got that title win because guys like Roddy Piper, Mr. Perfect, so on and so forth, Cesaro, they never got that. And they bust their ass off. And I like to yeah. see those people get that one. So since she no, no, got for that sure. one, props to her. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not spitting her winning the title. I'm spitting them wasting the briefcase because it was not even a month into it that they gave her the briefcase, won the championship, and a month later she lost the championship. They could have still done that story without the briefcase. But they gave her the championship, so it wasn't a waste because that's how she got it. Um, they had triple threat at SummerSlam for it. Last three, um, the change from NXT Black and Gold to NXT 2.0. Fuck you. No, I, I'm, I'm fighting you. that one. I'm not saying 2.0 is bad, but it's not NXT black and gold. I am going to say this on the record. I don't give a fuck. The last, ever since Samoa Joe lost the NXT title, mm-hmm. black and gold was not good. That last end run there for the black and gold before they switch with Kyle O'Reilly in the main event, <laughs> And all the shit they were doing, carrying Cross not good. killed it too. Carrying Cross, Kyle O'Reilly, it was not carrying Cross. He was not the issue. Black and gold was not good there at the end. They l- took all of the talented, fun people that we like to watch, put them on the main roster, and didn't do shit with them. All we had left was Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly's feud. They weren't. They did the way stuff, but Johnny Gargano wasn't being used. Tommaso Ciampa was stuck with Timothy Thatcher. Everything that happened in the black and gold there at the end was fucking trash. It was bad. 2.0 came consistently along. consistently your favorite show of the week. It still was because it was still better wrestling than every other show out there. And Dynamite hadn't gotten to the point to where it is now <laughs> with the people I wanted to see and doing things that I enjoyed. Regardless of that, in the end, Black and Gold at the end of that run was trash. And yeah. 2.0 was a fresh coat of paint with new wrestlers and fun shit that I didn't think I was going to like that I absolutely fucking do. Scott Steiner's nephew, Rick Steiner's son, the big bad booty breaker, entertaining as shit, toxic attraction, as I said, possibly the best fucking thing outside of Roman Reigns in WWE right now, visually and entertainment-wise. they Tommaso Ciampa got Goldie back, got away from Thatcher, is being fucking Ciampa again. We've got new characters. We got Joe Wayne Gacy, who I get to make fun of every week for being a fucking creepy, weird, possible rapist slash serial killer who has a gimp in a jumpsuit. Like all of the fun that I've got to have is because of 2.0 that I wasn't having. The only downside of 2.0 is Dick Hudson and fucking BC Bob. Like, Ancient Andy sucks. <laughs> He's trash. Don't need him. 
Yeah. Cora Jade's been great. You love Elena Black. You were a huge Elena Black supporter. Now she's challenging. She was on there. She was on there. Like, look, I'm not like I'm. I'm not spitting NXT 2.0. I would have been happy if they had. Uh, in my ideal scenario, they would have had 2.0 and Black and Gold. No, <laughs> it wouldn't um, have worked like that. <laughs> no, that's that's what War Games was. I agree. I, uh, I'll, I'll agree to disagree here, but I don't personally like the change from black and gold to two point You can be in the minority of that decision. That's, that's fine. That's fine. And I, I know I'm probably in the minority no matter what. But that's you just and my Warren Hayes spit. just hating on greatness. Um, last final <laughs> spit. Uh, obviously, the death of the Seamus Dan gimmick. Uh, brush that off. It is what it is. But my biggest spit of the year is the Hangman Page one. We didn't get the assless, buttless chaps hanging. Are you fucking kidding me? And I am mad that I didn't get a buttless, assless chaps <laughs> so hangman paid. I've been waiting to tell you this. You do realize that all chaps are assless chaps? Like no, no, no. I want their ass. I want him to sh- like just share that to the whole world. Just this a bare butt. So this you're man spitting is a child. You're spitting the fact that this cowboy hangman, who's like my fucking age, finally won his first singles title. I'm not spitting that. I'm spitting that he didn't wear the gear I wanted him to wear. No, 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 Shut up. Let me finish. Let me finish and then I'll let you go. Please stop interrupting me. You are spitting it the fact that he did not come out in assless chaps. Yes. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Mute this man for the love of God. I I Thank cannot you. support that. So, A, as some people may know, as much as I love horror movies, and Travis definitely knows this, my favorite movie of all time is Tombstone. And I've got a fucking cowboy as a champion who does a finisher that I created when I was like 11 on a fucking trampoline. This is the coolest fucking thing in the world to me. Yeah, they can do no wrong there. He's fucking beautiful. Like, he is an attractive, attractive, beautiful man on top of that who can cut a promo, who can go in the fucking ring. He is just about everything I could want in a fucking pro wrestler. Like, love me some Adam Page. And you specifically, sir, said your biggest spit was his title win. Those were the words you yes. That is your those are the exact, exact words were Travis? my biggest spit. Of run the back year. Tape? We can run back the tape after this. We can run back the run tape, back. but I didn't say his title win. I said that he's never wore assless chaps. No, no Vince, no, no, no. you said to start. My biggest spit of the year is hangman Adam Page winning the AEW championship, and then went into the reason being that he did not. Where assless chaps. I never said anything about him winning the AW championship. I need somebody in the fucking chat right now. Please. <laughs> I'm going we're not, I'm we're, going. Not, we're, we're not gonna get the we're not gonna get that right now. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm clipping it'll be, it and no. sending it to live. you. It'll we'll have it live. It'll be, you know, it'll be posted. We can we can run that back. I it's never okay. ever said anything specifically about him. Like winning the championship, I if, I, I, if anything, I said him winning the, the championship without the chaps. That's probably it. I'm not spinning him winning the championship. I'm spinning him not wearing those fucking chaps, especially for his crowning moment as the EW champion. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't listening, but we're, we're <laughs> gonna move on. 
uh travis from the uh extensive amounts of wrestling that i know you've watched this year even Mm -hmm. though you haven't been available on the show uh what has been your favorite show of the year smackdown raw nxt i'm not even gonna give you AEW because we know oh it's been smackdown like fucking the tribal chief this year has been phenomenal it's been the best thing i've seen in wrestling in so long and yeah i'm with that 100 smackdown all right katie what has been your favorite show this year um I, listen it was a little difficult because i was again trying to think of everything that has happened this year um i think i have to go nxt NXT. It's a little, yeah listen um because i did start the year having to do the nxt recaps you know when i was i was forced to so i had to watch nxt every week and i had no issue with that like i love sorry i just switched my headphone back i felt weird um i love nxt and unlike vince i love nxt 2.0 I mean, all the characters we've gotten out of that. Tony D'Angelo, Toxic Attraction. I mean, exactly. See, I kept doing this and you weren't picking up on it. I really thought you were going to say Tony D'Angelo and I kept doing it and you didn't. I was focused on Vince. I was yelling at Vince. I'm sorry. It's okay. I screen recorded it because you did say it. So I can play it back later. (laughs) I'm petty. I don't care. But no, NXT. I mean, Champa, Gargano, Adam Cole basically was running shit too. NXT overall had a fantastic year and yeah they had some slip-ups but so is every show I mean Smackdown didn't start off hot Rob clearly hasn't so yeah I gotta go NXT no for all the good that Raw's done with Bobby Lashley and Biggie and all that shit I they just could not get their fucking feet underneath them uh I've enjoyed AEW extensively my issue is exactly what we saw this week where you will start with a banger fucking match like hangman versus brian danielson and then the rest of the show is just kind of eh or you start off okay and you get kind of something cool at the end but it's never consistently hot for me throughout on either rampage or dynamite um smackdown had bianca and roman and that was it that was all they had this year however I agree with Katie. My favorite show of the year consistently was NXT, both black and gold and 2.0. They gave me the wrestling that I wanted to see. They gave me the storylines and the characters that I wanted to see. Um, Even at points where there were storylines and characters that I didn't give a shit about, there was always something to tune into NXT and enjoy. It was my favorite thing to tweet about live. It was my favorite thing to talk about on the show and discuss it brought me the most joy. So NXT was my favorite show. Vince, what was your favorite show this year? Um, I'm going to agree with Travis uh, with SmackDown. Uh, they had Roman Reigns, uh, who has been the best thing going for wrestling this year. Bianca Belair, the highest rising star of the entire year. Aside from that, my favorite, res- favorite wrestler, second favorite wrestler of all time, Sasha Banks was on the brand as well. Um, you have Daniel Bryan, Edge, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, uh, Pat McAfee and Michael Cole has become my favorite commentary team just because they're just funny. And to me, they've been the most consistent show because regardless, I feel like every week I'm all, I'm enjoying at least a good 70 to 85 percent of the show, bare minimum. That's all I consisted of. So for me, it's SmackDown. 
Um, yeah. Sure. I forgot one spit, uh, and I don't know how I forgot this. The way they did the fiend at fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that the fiend lost to Randy Orton at WrestleMania in a fucking redemption match for him losing the title at WrestleMania to Randy Orton. And then after I was told, let it play out, let's see what happens. They fucking fired him. It didn't play out to Alexa. That did not bother me. Alexa was fantastic and it was not the same gimmick. It was her version of something that he kind of started, but she did her own thing with it. I am one of the few people that really enjoyed what Alexa had to offer because I love that kind of shit. Shout out to Abaddon, Devil's Thickest Demon as well. Love the three times she got to be on TV this year. Shout out. (laughs) Um, out. Yeah, no, they just, this was the biggest thing that WWE had going for a while before Roman came back. This was the most popular thing. This was basically the face of WWE was motherfucking Bray Wyatt. I had waited so long for it to happen. It came, it happened. We went through all of the bullshit of him being lit on fire and everything for him to fucking lose both the match and his job. I specifically remember when they debuted the fiend and I'm watching it. And I'm just remember thinking to myself, Matt, came in his shorts like six times like <laughs> it is just like i know matt has already busted a nut multiple times and he's working on another one right now like this is all he could ever want right here just on the entrance and i'm just like yeah yeah this is it that's that's it kate uh, kate turned and looked at me and she goes are you okay Sharisha? i'm like don't touch me don't touch me <laughs> not yet don't touch me i need a minute I went and got a glass of water, rehydrated, sat down, enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But then his biggest release came, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> biggest fucking spit. Um, Travis, what was your favorite pay per view that you got to see this year? Probably go with Mania. Night one, though. When it comes to Mania, do we have to single out a specific night? Or can we, we probably don't have to, but it, for me, it just it felt like <laughs> night one was just better to me. I was going to say, seeing as night one was good and night two was fucking trash, just fucking hot, steaming garbage. Like They were like, we're going to give you a really, really good show, and then when you're still happy, we're going to give you a shit ton of bad stuff. Horrible, <laughs> awful, terrible, bad stuff on night two. It was Harris? like having the best sex of your life and then waking up with an ex- STD the next day. That's what Damn. night two was waking up with an STD the next day. Which Shit. STD though? Like, oh my God. Gonorrhea. That's a shot in the ass. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. After you deal with all of the symptoms, after you go to the doctor. Yeah, it is. And it was you a shot to- in the ass because we moved on and we were good later on in the year. We had other yeah. good pay-per-views. Okay, okay. So yeah. so maybe you roll, you roll out of bed, you go to the dock, you're like, hey, a little burning happening. Okay. You're all good. I'm not saying this from experience, I just know how it works. <laughs> Travis, this is his personal experience you're talking about? Or... I feel like, like we're on an episode like... of Nehigh Park. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I'll agree with Travis once again, and it's not because I'm, I want to get on his good side. Obviously, Money in the Bank is a contender for me because it's when live crowds returned for uh, WWE full time. 
all out being in Chicago, so many great things that happened. Adam Cole, Brian Danielson showing up, fantastic CM Punk's return to wrestling. But I think WrestleMania night one was just like my one of my favorite wrestling shows to watch all year. Like you had Bobby Lashley walking in as WWE champion, defeating Drew McIntyre. You had Cesaro defeating Seth Rollins, which was an underrated match. I feel like people at the time were talking about it, but people don't remember how good it actually was. And then you had Bad Bunny wrestling at WrestleMania, beating yeah, The Miz and Morrison, obviously. And then Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, probably having the, my favorite match of the night. How could it not be night one? I had everything in my in my swallows of the year. Bobby Lashley, WWE champion. Uh, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Bad Bunny. What else could I want? Katie? Um, personal bias because I was there. SummerSlam. Now let me explain why. <clears throat> you sure it's not Survivor Series? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop it. No, SummerSlam. Here's why. I got to see John Cena wrestle again, and he was my favorite wrestler growing up. So seeing him wrestle again is always great. And him and Roman, banger match. <clears throat> um, Bobby literally like fucked up Goldberg's kid. Oh, uh, fuck them kids. That's literally what started that because of that. So seeing that live was hysterical. I, again, I'll admit it. I popped for Brock Lesnar. Whatever. It was cool as fuck to see. And although she squashed Bianca, seeing Becky return was cool. Because again, the crowd was hype. We didn't expect what we saw. But I got to see that. Overall, like, it was a pretty damn good show. So I gotta go. I gotta go SummerSlam. I'm with you on everything until you got to that last part. Like, oh, Becky came back. Yeah, fuck that. No, um, see, I I know Becky did. If Becky had game. returned after the match, and we still got Sasha versus Bianca Belair, and they tore the house down. Well, if it. Sasha would have got her vac situation in check, then there we don't know. We're, that, there's but... assumptions being made there. We don't know exactly what happened. That's speculation. That's hearsay. Yeah. That's hearsay. That's hearsay. It's pretty um, big speculation. But... Hearsay, Katie Kinsey, uh, but. If it was Sasha versus Bianca and they actually had a match, I feel like SummerSlam probably would have been the better show of the year. Because how the fuck do you top like what you had just mentioned? <laughs> and the and the Brock thing, you know, I've people big booty Brock heard me on heard me on this show before. I never have a problem with Brock. Never. So it's just <laughs> like I know what he's there for. He does what he's there for, and he does it well. So listen, I was not expecting Brock Lesnar to show up at the end of Roman and Cena. So the fact that I, it might have just been like the adrenaline from like that match, <clears throat> but I popped for Brock and I have, I think I said it on Smackin' Raw, Ponytail Brock has been my favorite iteration of Brock Lesnar ever. Ponytail Brock hits different. This man's coming out here in overalls, flannels, trying to be friends with Sami Zayn. And then Paul Heyman, you know, hold around too much costume. But now we're getting like the beast back, but the beast in overalls. So I can't be mad. I mean, things make you pop sometimes for various reasons. Like I, I still remember when I was at the Rumble when it was here at the Alamo Dome when Randy Orton won. And it was like the crowd went fucking nuts when Randy yeah. Orton won that Rumble because they were all so afraid that it was going to be Roman. <laughs> 
about that. It's one of those when Randy Orton won, the crowd went insane because Roman <laughs> Reigns didn't win. True. Uh, I am actually going to go with it's between All Out and Full Gear for me, honestly, which is actually surprising for me that I'm actually picking AEW pay per view. All Out being in Chicago, CM Punk's first match back, and then the debut of both Brian Danielson and uh, Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing moments. Um, we also had. Uh, Sad Yoshi lose to John Moxley. <laughs> Gotta love that. Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Uh, Ruby Soho having her match uh, coming back. Um, MJF finally beating Chris Jericho after the labors of Jericho. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we got. Did Jericho big... win that match? Did he? I don't know. It should have been MJF. It should have been MJF, but... um, and then Paul White uh, getting one match back. Can't hate to see Big Show get a match, and he beat up QT Marshall because fuck QT Marshall. Uh, but then you had Hangman winning the AW Championship. You had Miro versus Brian Danielson, which was oh damn good mm-hmm. match. Um, but it was in Chicago, so I'm gonna lean towards All Out. I'm gonna say All Out was my favorite pay per view this year. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I was. It was up there. Again, I just went personal bias. <laughs> I kind of, I, I mean, I kind of am too. Yeah. yeah. Chicago. Of CM Punk, Chicago. first match, all that shit. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I am going to allow, while I uh, step away for two seconds, Katie and Travis uh, to start our final segment of the show before oh. we sign off, which is uh, discussing why Vince doesn't know how to show up for his fucking job. Uh, I will be back to chime in at the end. Uh, Travis, if you want to give scenarios as to why you think Vince doesn't show up for his job, if you just want to lay into him for not showing up for his job, I've got thoughts on why Vince didn't show up to his job. Before I go, before I run away, yes, Vince? Uh, uh, I just want to ask before we start the segment, do I just kind of have, do I just sit, would you prefer me just sit here and just take the yeah, blunt you of this? Take this shit. Or just like weigh in and actually give an excuse or reasoning at the end. I may let you have a rebuttal at the end, but for now, you're just going to weigh it. You're just going to sit there and yeah. take it. You're going to bend okay. over and take it like a man right now, okay? I'm even going to mute you uh, and myself. I'll be back. Travis, please. Travis, go ahead. Well, my first theory as to why Vince can never show up for work is because, you know, the immense level of stress that's put on you when you have to replace someone like me. Like... <laughs> You know, honestly, me and Matt carried this show for a very long time. And Vince had to step into my spot. And honestly, you know, it's big shoes to fill, big shorts to fill. And, you know, clearly he just didn't feel he had enough to fill those shorts. So in order to, you know, make it better for himself, he had to step back a few times to get his head together, both heads together, actually. And once he was, you know, when he's able to, he steps in and stuffs the shorts so he can, you know, make it in what you think (laughs) i mean uh, yeah vince definitely had a big uh, spot to fill uh clearly he just chose to skip work a lot he was just like i don't really feel like it so then i had to step up to the plate become the new pornhub poppy as i am because i mean Let's be real. I, I am I am the born of poppy. 
I mean, listen, as I'm just happy I got to be on the show as much as I was. So I guess I have to kind of thank Vince for not showing up to work ever. So I got to do this. But again, he just chose. He just chose not to show up. That's on him. He had the opportunity. He had countless opportunities to show up to work. And he chose not to. So I got to. And that's why it's my job now. You are the Pornhub Poppy now. I am uh, the Pornhub Poppy now. <laughs> I don't know what Travis said. I missed it. I'm not sure if Katie gave me snares. I've kind of I've kind of kept this thought to myself, but um, as we all know, uh, because I've tried to get it on the OnlyFans and he's fought me. Uh, Vince has recently come into a relationship, and Travis, you remember the first time you got a piece of pussy? Yeah, it was so long ago, but yes, it changed you, didn't it? A little bit, a lot. It it, yeah. it, it, it flooded your mind. It's all you could think about. All I can think about. Yeah, you stop yeah. studying hard. Yeah. Maybe you know, stop yeah. all. Barely that's graduated. all you cared about. Barely graduated. It's all you cared about. I'm not saying Vince was a virgin. I'm just saying that maybe, maybe his priorities uh, got a little wonky um, from that first piece of pussy. Uh, and I don't blame him because if I was him and I was getting, you know, it's that early relationship sex where you're having it, you know, again, Vince doesn't care about foreplay. Vince doesn't even know what foreplay <laughs> is. Vince don't give a fuck. So it's like that early sex where like, you don't even care. Like you're just sitting on the couch and all of a sudden you're whipping your dick out. And you're going right to it. You know, she's still excited because it's new. So, you know, you don't yeah, need to She's not yeah. sick of it yet. It's not just same old dick. I mean, it, he's been, it might be getting the same old dick at this point, but, you know, early on in the relationship, any chance you get, you're trying to fuck. So I, I can't blame the man. Like he comes home. He's like, I got a podcast to do. And she's like, or I could get some of that dick. And if my, if, if I was Vince and my choices were give some dick or come talk to Matt, I'd pick come talk to Matt. Cause look at me, but I mean, <laughs> I can understand why he would choose the pussy over Matt. I get it. Because <laughs> uh, we've also seen, as last week, it's choose not like Vince pussy over Matt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we've seen that Vince can work from work. Like, he, he can do this show from work. So it's not his job that's getting in the way. Can't be. Can't be. He did the podcast for. He did the podcast from work. So but it's got to be really something else. But did he do the podcast from work, though? He showed up, though. He did he show up. He showed up. He had a baseball had a, bat and everything. He had a baseball bat and everything. So I, I still don't understand. Whatever. Um, that's where I'm at with it. Uh, Vince, if you would like to now respond, uh, I'll allow you to respond after you take your shirt off. Yeah, you have to take your shirt off now. You see the rest of the show shirtless. <laughs> Absolutely not. You guys don't want to see that. Nobody I mean, wants to I, see that. I sure as fuck don't know. I mean, no, <laughs> but it's really not about what I want. It's about our audience, sir. Right. I don't know if our audience wants to see that, to be honest. I mean, that you was a request. Know. You don't know. It was a chat. request from the chat. Wait. So someone in the audience requested. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, who, who requested? Wait, what? There's a chat? Apron bump. I think Vince should have to do the rest of the show shirtless as punishment. No, because, see, that's And then, not, he, called you and then he called you a tease. I'm a tease? <laughs> Because you started taking in the off. chat, you teased him. Chat is part of the audience. The audience Fair. wants to see it. So, to be fair, we do want to grow our audience on YouTube. So you've got to please the chat. Like you agree to but do a live show. I get I'm just demonetized saying. for showing nipple. 
We're not monetized right now anywhere. When did we get the video taken down for showing nipple? I don't know if I, I don't think It'll you can still get be the video taken up. down for showing man nipple. First off, second off, what Wheeler you to wants Wheeler you to gets. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, so do I get to rebuttal, or do you, you guys want to just cut to the end? I told you if you've got something you want to respond and say, I'm going to give you the time to respond and say. I didn't hear what Travis said, so I don't know if you got stuff for him. I would like to hear your thoughts on my theory. All I'm going to say is you can think of this as the Joker's origin story. There's no correct answer. There's a bunch of mythos as to what could be right, what could cannot be right. Uh, maybe Travis is right. Maybe I just need breaks so I can stuff into those shorts, those big giant shorts that he left behind that I had to replace. Maybe I just wanted to give Kitty an opportunity to shine. And I just like, I felt like she was the better co-host. So I thought it, the show would be better off to have Kitty yeah, more often than me. <laughs> or maybe Matt's right. Maybe I just, you know, I'm cho- choosing pussy over the show and maybe they're all right. Maybe they're all wrong. Uh, part of it, it has been my work schedule. It has uh, recently, I have been working overnights. Uh, I made it work last week, but I don't think I'm going to be allowed to do that again. Because <laughs> so that was just a yes. Yes, Katie. As someone who did interview you at one point in time, I know that it heavily leaned towards you getting pussy over the podcast. <clears throat> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, like I said, this is this is a little bit more of a serious. This has been the most serious relationship <laughs> I've been in in forever. Yes, Matt. Do you have a black light? No, I don't. I did. We need to get a black light. So I got to see what that couch looks like with all this pussy you're getting. I got to see what that couch looks like. Well, like, like, like I was saying, like before, like my dating life wouldn't cut into the show because it was just that it was just dating, just casual. But once it became a relationship, it just kind of cut into the show. And then, you, you know, it. It is you're a, in the honeymoon phase. It's OK. You know, you know, Friday nights, what I, you know, it's mostly that, but work does Pussy come into over it. over podcasts. There, I mean, Pussy over podcasts. There you go. Put on a T-shirt. You got to no. move your pussy night to Monday night like I do. <laughs> Or we can move this to Saturday morning recording in a live stream every week. Listen, I got a family that I've got to I've got to worry about, like an actual wife and kids. So uh, kid singular kid, one child. Kid, I mean, unless you count the kid, dogs, uh, you know. I mean, I've been raising Vince for the last year. I, thought, I got a dog and a cat. I thought I was your dad, Matt. That keeps leaving. No, you no no no. You are Daddy Delgado. That does not make you my daddy. That makes you the daddy on this podcast, but that does not make you my daddy. No, you, no, sir, no, no, not no. My but daddy. you you keep saying that I'm your dad that keeps leaving for cigarettes. So, like, no, which is the it? dad that leaves for cigarettes? No, you say because every week's like like unlike most people, my dad actually comes back from getting cigarettes. Yes, He's my not... father, my father, my actual father, <laughs> Dean Ritter, comes back from getting cigarettes. <laughs> 
He's a very handsome white man. Don't argue with Matt. You're not good at it. All right. I'm not white. I'm thank you for the compliment, but I'm not white. I mean, no, no. Dean Ritter, my father, my actual father, very handsome white man, gets cigarettes, comes home every time. Call me whatever you want, Matt. That's fine. Crying. That's a new nickname you want to call me. You want to call me Dean Ritter on the show? Let's go for it. I'm for it. That's not happening. That's definitely. I wouldn't insult my father like that. He doesn't put lettuce on his bread. Okay, you didn't tell tacos. me <laughs> So anyway, we've decided that uh it's pussy. Vince Vince doesn't show up because pussy. I can't get mad at that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Fire. Uh, again. Man. Again. Also, you know what? You don't have to get mad because, like I told you before, I'm not mad. Just disappointed. Damn. <clears throat> Are you really though? You've gotten to work with Kitty. You might have been joining yourself a little bit more with Kitty. And you got the I mean, Vince, you set the bar pretty low for enjoying myself more. So no. Well, well, I'm specifically mentioning Matt here. I was gonna say Travis has told me that he's enjoyed colonoscopies more than he has working with you. So the exact words, dead quote. Um my god. <laughs> well then. <laughs> I, I I enjoy the dynamic that I have with both of you, and that's why I'm glad I have you both here. Uh, I'm Katie laughs at every like wreak havoc talking about Tony D'Angelo in the in the minute, y- y'all. Are, are you not a fan of colonoscopies? Not a fan of Tony D'Angelo. We love and you're done for the rest of the show. What's wrong with All Tony right. D'Angelo? He's a, he he hates Italian. He's Vince is racist. He hates D'Lo Brown. He hates Italian. <laughs> He's very. He hates racist. women's wrestling. We've had. That. He We've does. Had that. Racist piece of shit. That's awful. And sexist. Um, and sexist. But we love him. So <laughs> that's the end of the show. Uh, Katie, go ahead and plug everything you've got going on. All right, hold on. I had a big coughing fit, and I gotta try and catch my breath. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. You can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasslin13. I have a link tree in my bio to take you to all things Sheely Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase. I don't know when the fuck we're streaming the next two weeks because holidays. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, there's also an Instagram too. I started posting on there again. <coughs> um, I have the latest episode of Sheely Showcase out. Um inside the mind of with matt and vince are out the most recent one with warren hayes two episodes of in the crowd like matt said i have been pissed off severely both episodes because god fucking forbid i can do my show without something going wrong uh, but the latest chicago episode is out with vince justin from get show who sadly couldn't be here and <laughs> benji but yeah <laughs> benji uh, Fucking fucking Benji. <clears throat> but no, bitch we got ass Benji. Of, Is that bitch ass though? bitch ass Benji? Yeah. Um, but I got lots of stuff coming out uh, for the end of the year. We're doing oh my my inside the mind of is gonna be the first one of the year next year. So look for that. Yeah. Are you interviewing yourself? No. Why does everyone fucking assume that? No. Because you should. <clears throat> no. <laughs> I said. I said that she should interview herself. Should. She should do like what <laughs> William Defoe did in the first Spider-Man film and talk to himself. No. That's how Katie a, should do it. William Defoe is an icon. I'm nowhere near him. 
And second, no, because we're getting different questions so I can go in blind and Mr. Matt Ritter over you can, here like, is going to be the one interviewing I will me. help you film that if I can make that happen. If you Katie interview her. Oh, so. no. You can't no. even show up for this. What the no. fuck makes you think you can show up to do an interview I'm, with me? I'm, I, I, I don't want to. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest. <laughs> Finally, the rack has come back to the Smackin' the Raw podcast, ladies and gentlemen. How are y'all doing? Katie, if you would be so obliged, I think that the rack should be the one to interview you. Not that idiot, Matt Ritter. I will even bring your new friend, COVID, along <laughs> with me. We can hang out. We can have a good time. It'll be all good, baby. We learn all about you. Insides oh and out. God. What the actual fuck? Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm <laughs> so happy that you actually have that now. I cannot wait for the next episode. This is a live view of inside Katie's so lungs right now. now. This is what it is. Just everywhere. Crying. Just multiplying <laughs> and fucking all over the inside of her lungs. Can't breathe. Oh, daddy's home. Look at that. Good to see you. On the casting couch with your little sexy Mexican chorizo self. How you been, Vince? You good? I've been better. You've been I've better. Been I see you changed shirts. Why did you change shirts? Because you didn't you I'm... didn't want to send the wrong impression to the rack about smacking it raw because I will come down to Chicago. We can smack it raw all night, baby. Can we move on? <laughs> Travis, it is good to see you. I've missed you so very, very much. Uh, yeah, well, I haven't missed you at all, but hello. So, uh, real quick, you can follow that idiot Matt Ritter on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That's Adam A-T-T-I-D-D-E-R. Also, Facebook.com slash group slash Smackin' It Raw. Uh, Smackin' It Raw on Twitter and Instagram at Smackin' It Raw Pod. Also, you guys can check us out at creationworld.com. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Creation World, T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. Uh, as well as uh, we have Dungeons After Dark where our COVID friend will be making his debut. So go check that out. It should be fun shit. Uh, also, Vince does some things. Vince, what do you do? Uh, Other than I run the, the podcast. <laughs> I run the Instagram, the show's Instagram account, at Smackin' the Raw Pod. Go ahead and check that out. I also do the side hostel, which is Spit or Swallow. So, Rack, if you ever want to spit and swallow a, a show with me, just come and join me. Maybe we could do a Spit or Swallow on day, WWE Day 1. Oh, baby, I will spit and swallow you all day. Uh, there you go. Shout out to uh, that sexy, that sexy, sexy milk dud, wreak havoc, who uh, is not only late for the podcast we didn't get to be on, but will probably be late for his next period, uh, thanks to the rack. And uh, Kyle, who is buying a house with the rack, can come down and uh, spend some time with both him, the hardest and softest parts of the ring. I'm going to find out where they meet in the middle. Uh, Travis, <laughs> you got anything you want to plug? <clears throat> um... Not much else. You already mentioned Dungeons of the Dark. That'll next episode will be, you know, in the coming months, most likely. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, Creation World, we're going on break for the rest of the year, you know, holidays and all that kind of shit. So we'll see you all in January. For the Lord cuss a lot because he went and got a title and shit. Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe, the Pornhub Poppy. Daddy Delgado, who will be calling me daddy later tonight. I am the rack for the Warden Matt Ritter, and we are Smacking It Raw, the number one wrestling podcast. I'm Pornhub, baby. Hey, y'all. Happy New Year. <laughs>